Hi, I'm Peter. And I'm Tavia. Welcome to the This and That Chat. So today we're going to talk about our mamas. Because Mother's Day was on Sunday. Yes. We get to talk about you too. You're a mom. Yep. Some good stories coming up from good, all you from listening. You? Huh? <laughs> from you to me? Good stories you have about me? Yes. We should have had the kids on for this one. It would have been good to hear some stories from them. I don't think you could have gotten Nikki on here. Probably not. But Mike, maybe. Mike would have jumped on. Yeah, yeah. He's eager to get on. Maybe, we'll have him on soon. Maybe we can just randomly call him. Really? You think that's going to work? I don't know if you'll pick up the phone, though. I don't know. Yeah, that's the thing. With him, it's kind of like there's there's days that go by that we don't hear from him, and then it's like, son, are you still alive? Well, oh, yeah, sorry. I'm just really busy with school. Yeah. <laughs> My text to him is, uh, hey, are you alive? And he sends me a thumbs up or whatever, and I'm like, okay, good, just making sure. <laughs> yeah. Kids are, I don't know, like... I feel like Nikki's really good about answering text messages. He's always been to so you. bad. To you. Nikki does the same thing to me. Is that right? Yeah, I could send her a text in the morning and it'd be like four hours later. And be like, oh, sorry, Papa. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, so I, I was talking to somebody um, earlier this week about... Mother's Day, like what plans they had, because I was at the salon getting my hair done. And uh, the lady who was washing my hair told me that in her country, Mother's Day is always on May 10th, no matter what day it lands. So they always know when Mother's Day is. It's like Christmas Day. It's interesting, huh? And Father's Day is always June 17th. So I what is what? How do we do it here? Is it the second it's always, second so it's Sunday? The second Sunday, and then Father's Day is the third Sunday of the month. But I'm wondering, like, would it be? Do you think it would be good? Do you think people would prefer to know this May 10th is Mother's Day? I don't know. I I think people are already it lands on a different day every time. But I think people like to have it on the weekend. Probably right. Yeah. Because Sunday get-togethers, and probably you're not working, so you're able to see your mom. Yeah, probably. Yeah. It's very different here in the United States than it is in other countries. I think everything, every holiday here yeah. is different. Well, Except it, for the 4th of July. I feel like that's the only holiday Where that everything America, makes sense? Yes. <laughs> and it's not, it's not, I feel anyway, that it's not commercialized. Because it's an independent celebration. Mm-hmm. So it's like, it's a big celebration everywhere. There's fireworks. So, I mean, yeah, there's the market for that. But Valentine's Day, Mother's Day, Father's Day. They even yeah. want us to celebrate the Irish <laughs> on St. Patrick's Day. You know, well, any chance uh, then, to make and, some money. And you ask somebody that is Irish and they're going to be like, stupid American holiday. <laughs> <laughs> Probably has nothing to do with them. Um, yeah, but um, Mother's Day was different this year. Mm-hmm. 
because, like we said, Mike is not home because he's in college. So I didn't get to have the kids all together here, but... They came to visit us the day after. True. No, no, no. I know. But I'm saying Mother's Day, you know? So for some reason, that's the only day that I feel I do approve of the, the celebration. Because, yes, every day should be Mother's Day. I would, I, I would advocate for that, okay? But for me, I feel like, and I don't know if other moms feel this way, but I feel like on Mother's Day... I have an excuse or I am excused to sort of take off my hat and it's accepted that I don't do anything that day. Nikki has said since she was a little girl, queen for a day. And, and I accept that. Any other day I feel like I can't. I can't stop being a mom, mm-hmm. you know? And it's not that you stop. Do you understand? Do you follow what I'm saying? I understand what you're saying. But it's like I have permission to just sit back. I have permission to be served. That's how I feel about Mother's Day. So I I wholeheartedly celebrate it. What about you? What did you do? Uh, As like, did you did you guys treat your mom like queen for a day? Was it a big deal in your house when you were a kid? No. <laughs> really? Not at all? Did I'm, your dad, was he very involved? Can, in not that I can remember. No cards? Like, hey, kids, it's mom, it's Mother's Day. I honestly don't know. Wow. You know, I was trying to think about it. I, I know that my dad always got my mom some flowers, and there were a couple times where there were some balloons and some flowers. Like, it's it was more of a simple... You know, Happy Mother's Day, a card, but nothing, it wasn't anything, not like what we do, like with you, when I remember. Because you've always been very bad about that. I'm so bad about it. <laughs> I know. Well, so it's an interesting thing, right? As a kid, I remember my dad saying, and I could never wrap my head around this. But it was almost like he was very adamant that he shouldn't have to celebrate Mother's Day. I remember countless conversations with him about, hey, it's Mother's Day. What are you getting mom? And he always gave us the same answer. And my brothers and sisters right now, if they're listening, they're going to say it with me right now. She's not my mother. That was his answer all the time. And not in a mean and spiteful way, but it's just kind of like, don't expect anything from me. She's not my mother to buy anything for, even though he would, he would buy her stuff. But for us, it was a big deal. It was a big deal. And we would always ask, mind you, we have no money whatsoever, right? But we would always ask her, what, what, what can, what would you like? <laughs> the only money, the only money you had was from what you sold her on your little, right. Uh, our nickels from the nickels last yard from sale. The yard sale. <laughs> Um, which I don't think we've talked about that yet. Yeah. No, we haven't. No. Okay, that's not a story for this week, though. No, we'll we'll talk about that. We'll talk about that next week or something. Okay. Um, but we would ask her, "What would you like?" And you know what her answer was? Again, my brothers and sisters will be answering with me this one. 
obedience, <laughs> love. Your mom was 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 a cheap date. She that's what she would say, and it, and it, to me it was always like, I don't know. I always wanted her to ask for something, but obedience was like ah, oh, obedience, you know. But um, I think that's where coupons were born out of, where we <clears throat> would make these things about, you know. Just trying to think about what she wanted. Like there was a, she, she liked to eat something called pupusas. And those are corn tortillas stuffed with mozzarella cheese. And there's like a, a cabbage salsa that you serve it with on top. So I remember making coupons for like, I'm going to make you lunch, you know, or a foot massage or whatever, whatever, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll do all the laundry, whatever it is, you know. And that was our way of, of gifting her something. But I have this one memory that's really funny. Just thinking about all the things my mom had to put up with. My mom, like like you said, she's, she was cheap, right? She didn't ask for anything. So this story to me is always surprising, even when I tell it. But it was Mother's Day or her birthday. I can't really remember what it was. But I remember my dad was home, so it was a weekend. She was gone, who knows, with, with somebody, right? She was out, and all of us were home, and we have, well, something happened. I'm going to skip forward so that I can go back to it, okay? But she gets home from wherever she's been out, and all of us kids run. Like, you've got to imagine, like, eight little, you know, munchkins running to the gate to scream and say mom 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 come here come here close your eyes close your eyes mom close your eyes okay and she's like what what all this excitement and everything going on around her and she my dad my dad's out there and he's like babe close your eyes no peeking and he takes her by the hand and it's like we're like a little swarm of children just moving with her she has this big old smile on her face, right? And we take her. My mom, when she tells the story, she says she was a little bit confused because she was expecting to be walked into the house. But instead, she feels like she's still being walked outside. And then we stop and we're like, okay, open your eyes. And she opens her eyes expecting to see this cookware that she had mentioned to my dad that she really really wanted okay and instead is met by this big old dead snake <laughs> okay that we had killed in the yard and we hung it on a tree branch waiting for my mom to come home so we could show her my mom says that she has never felt more disappointed because even though she was not a materialistic person she was fully expecting that it was her special day and that, that that's why we were making this big fuss. And instead, it was to show her a snack. So she, she had already, in her mind, created this. Oh, don't do that. Yeah. Okay. Sorry. I'm moving my mic around too much. <laughs> <laughs> it's all the, all the noise. Sorry. Just grab it and hang it on the end. But um, <laughs> so she was expecting this gift and didn't get it. <laughs> she got a snake. Did she ever get it? 
I, I don't, I don't even know if she remembers that. And the thing is, is like the way that her face fell, I actually think there may have been tears swimming in her eyes. Oh boy. The disappointment, <laughs> the disappointment of it's her special day and she was just sure, she was sure it was happening. That's so sad. So, it is sad. You should ask her and see if it's she so ever sad. did get it. But I don't I, think it would have meant anything after. Yeah, <laughs> to be honest, I, I'm trying. Like I'm really breaking my head trying to think. Like I don't remember any actual like specific, um, like specific gifts and stuff that we that we That's did so with. That's so sad. Like I'm wondering yeah. if your mom ever had like this want a, a secret want like i hope the kids make me a card or i hope well, that no, they remember I, me i think i'm pretty sure we made i'm sure we made cards and stuff but i like to have a memory of it specifically i don't but then again i i have my memories are so um scatterbrained already as they are mm-hmm. i don't remember and they're very specific to weird things like yes. you remember stuff that nobody remembers yeah it's irrelevant information but you remember that like the day that you remember when we went to the club and you remember the plant in the corner right who remembers that <laughs> you know yeah i don't know i don't i don't think like if i had to go back i'm going to i'm actually going to ask i'm going to ask my sisters before i ask my mom Mom, if you're listening, I'm sorry I forgot. But <laughs> you know, I wonder also. I wonder also if um, if maybe your sisters did something special for her, and because you're the boy, maybe you were just out of it. I don't like know. out of the loop for that. I I honestly, to me, I actually think I'm. I just don't have a memory of it. Just plain and simple, don't have a memory of it. Because, I mean, I'm I'm sure, like. I mean, there has to, you know, we're not, we're not going to be completely um, oblivious to the fact that it was Mother's Day. I know that when I was, when, you know, a little bit older, I remember bringing her some flowers and like that kind of stuff, but that was more on my own accord. It wasn't anything that I could remember as like specific. Um, I do remember going out to eat when, you know, when it was an occasion like that and that kind of stuff, but um but even for birthdays, like I remember even birthdays for us, there weren't, um, like when we got older, they weren't really celebrated as as enthusiastically as they were when we were young. Mm-hmm. So, um, yeah. Well, do you have any like particular memory with your mom just outside of Mother's Day? Oh yeah, there's story. I got stories there for okay, sure. Okay, well, we want to hear stories. But I was thinking, like, I was thinking specifically to, like, like specifically Mother's Day, Mother's Day. So. Well, but you know, aside from from that, I think that if your only stories come from Mother's Day, that's not a good thing either. No, of so course. So I think that it's good that that people have stories outside of that with Mother's Day. So when we say stories, do they have to be particularly stories that pertain to me? Because I've got some good stories, and I, there's one particular story that I'm, I'm, I'm wanting to share, and my sister's gonna kill me for it, but I'm going to anyway. Okay. So I remember. So my mom worked 
close enough to the house where she would come home. <laughs> I'm laughing and I'm not even telling the story yet. Oh my god. <laughs> my mom, she could come home for work from from work for lunch, and towards the latter years of high school, um, I'd skip school and I'd come home for lunch too. So I'd always I'd always run into my mom. Um, at the house or whatever, and um, just as a side note, when she saw you home, she didn't say, "What are you doing home from school?" No, my grades were good. As and long skipping as my doesn't give you bad grades. No, I'd go back to school. Oh, okay. So you just skip out to go to lunch? Yeah, we weren't allowed security to. back then. Wasn't that any good? Well, no, we knew the security guy, so we'd wave at him on the way out. <laughs> Anyways, okay. So back to the story. Until I had, because okay, so as a senior at at the school where I was, you had the privilege of leaving campus for lunch, but that's something that you earned. But when I got my car, I was like, I got a car, so privilege comes with it. I'm going home, and I just started doing it from then. So I I would in the morning I'd I'd park in the senior parking lot, even though I wasn't a senior. Um. So when I left, I was leaving from the senior parking lot. So I, a lot of times it just wasn't even stopped. But anyways, so um, I would meet my mom. I'd, I'd run into my mom at the house for lunch sometimes. Sometimes I wouldn't. Sometimes it would just depends on when she took her lunch. And, um, well, before we get to the story I was going to share. So I'll share another little side tidbit. And this was with me. So, um we got into days of our lives. <laughs> so Really? Yeah. So we'd come home and my mom would be, she'd have days of our lives on the, on the, on the TV while she was eating lunch. And I remember the storyline. So anyone who watched days of our lives back in like 98, 99 would remember this where they started to kill off characters and they were just dying, like, one after another after another. And what ended up happening was that they were sent off to a secret island. Right? And they were killed off in the real world. And then they were in this other island with, like, memory loss, thinking they were still in their previous lives. So it was, like, two days of our lives going on at the same time. It was really interesting. <laughs> whatever. <laughs> I enjoyed it. Anyways, we, we'd sit down and we'd watch it or whatever. And um, we never watched the full right. episode because like, it was happens? always in and out and always trying to find out. And there was no internet for us to go back and, and check you know, what happened the night before. Anyways. So this one particular time, my mom gets home and I was already there. And... I hear her on the other side of the house just, like, lose it. Like, she had enough. My It was the tipping point. And all I could hear is whoosh, whoosh, and I'm like, what the heck is going on? And when I passed by my sister's room, my mom had literally taken the disaster of a room <laughs> that my sister's had. It was so bad. I don't know where she was pulling clothes out from. I don't know where she was pulling stuff from. But she made 
this huge pile in the middle of the room on the floor. The room was clean except for that pile. And she did it in like five minutes. I've never seen anybody move that fast. It's very easy to make a pile in the middle of the room. Like everything was pushed into the center of the room. And then she looks over at me and says, when you get home this afternoon and your sisters get home, you tell them that I expect for this room to be 100% clean before I get home from work. And I'm thinking to myself, how did I get pulled into this thing? <laughs> Why? Because you're there. Oh, being my goodness. Nosy. Let me tell you something. I, to this day, still remember that pile. That pile was huge. I don't know what was going on, but mom was pulling clothes and stuff from like the back, like the, the head of the bed, like, the, like that crack that falls down. There was clothing there, stuff from under the bed, like just piles of stuff. My mom never allowed our rooms to get like that. I, my mom took it a step further, okay? If you weren't careful, you would come into your room and you'd be like, hey, where's Mr. Snuffles? Where is he? Anybody seen my Mr. Snuffles? Yeah, Goodwill has it. You left stuff out of place, she would go off to Goodwill. Bye. So you had to make sure that your stuff was always put away, always fixed. Otherwise, if it's out of place, catches her eye, gone. Just like that. That's horrible. But, horrible, yes, how, but... How many... How many stuffed animals were sacrificed? <laughs> there weren't even that many to begin with. But I'm thinking, like, having eight kids, you have to run a tight ship. I would think so. Like, if it's things not... Would, things would fall apart. Yeah, I mean, and that's the thing. It's like, my mom, if she was any... Like, you know how in the old times they used to say that um, cleanliness was next to godliness? Okay. For my mom organization and neatness was next to godliness. I don't think that there was ever a time at all that I can remember our house being a mess. Unless it was my dad's projects. Okay? Because my dad is notorious for... <laughs> leave that for... Okay. Leave that for Father's Day. Leave that for Father's Day. <laughs> it's good material. I've got... Listen... Oh. I've got dad stories. Did I oh, share? Did yeah. I share? I think don't, I shared Don't start one. sharing dad okay, stories. We'll save okay, that. But for another day. <laughs> she was militant when it came to organization. Okay. So that, ha that floor was always spotless. She swept and mopped. And when I say she, I mean she directed. Mm -hmm. Okay. Because everybody had chores. Everybody had something to do. I remember, like, the windows needed to be scrubbed. The screen and the glass needed to be scrubbed at least once a week. At least. You know? The outside uh, walkway bleached and scrubbed. Like, everything she liked keeping a clean house. Which, with eight kids, I don't even know how you can manage to well, strive for that. That's, like, perfection. Everything that was, that was being done 
wasn't so much to keep the house clean. It was to keep it from going completely haywire. Well, and also with that maybe many to people. keep us busy. Yeah. I think it's a, it's also, you know, the way that teachers give homework for busy work. I wonder if that was just keep it busy. One thing that my mom used to do that now I laugh about. Was, <laughs> and whoever was stupid enough to do this. Sometimes you just have like a lapse in judgment, right? And you were walking around moping and whining, right? Mm, I'm bored. Mm. And she'd be like, you're bored? I'll give you something to do. You won't be bored anymore. It doesn't matter that at that moment you got your wits about you now and you realize what you've done. It's too late. That's it. Judged. It's too late. Judged and sentenced. All of a sudden, you find yourself scrubbing windows. <laughs> okay? But, Mom, I just cleaned that window. <laughs> Clean it again. Okay. And if all the chores were done, weeds. You'd have to go pull weeds. Okay, but no, don't bored. Are you kidding me? There is plenty to do. So sometimes if you were in a good mood and you heard your sibling start whining about I'm bored, you'd be like, shh, what are you doing? You're going to get chores. And then other times you'd be like, sink your own ship. (laughs) But talking about a snake, I remember, and I I know that a lot of people are going to find this completely crazy, but I think that you sort of get a little glimpse of why I am the way I am, right? Um, I think that there's a lot of quirkiness that I get from my mom. I think I get a lot of it from my dad, but she has her own things too. So she has always been super fearless, right? She, even now, living in the woods of South Carolina, she puts on her snake boots and she goes out there with a machete and she's out there in the woods alone chopping through overgrowth. And she's got her machete just in case she sees a snake. She's ready to, to take it out. Okay. But she got her snake boots on. She's got her snake boots on. Okay. Because <laughs> of the tall grass. But um, that the killing of the snakes has been... Since I was little, right? And so she would walk around the yard. And it's and it's so interesting because I've always wanted to see a snake in our yard here. And I've never seen it. And other people have posted, oh, I have a garden snake or a corn snake or whatever. And I've never seen one. It's because we keep our yard too clean. And maybe because of the dogs. Maybe, But we had dogs too, so they didn't, they didn't chase them away either. But our, our, yard, our yard now is like manicured. N- now, though. But... Talk about a month ago over by the plantains. We've got like this whole patch of plantain trees. That was super, um, I, I don't know, overgrown. Yeah, but it wasn't on the you ground. You couldn't see through. It wasn't wow. on the ground. It was hanging off the plantain trees. So it's... Either way, a lot of the snakes that people are reporting that they're finding are also pythons. So I don't want to yeah, find none, a python. None of those. None of those. <laughs> I well, do not I sent want you, to find. I sent you that picture, or I showed you that picture. I was driving back home, and right on the corner here, there was a guy had a, I think it looked like a, like a twelve or fifteen foot python tied, with a rope to the back of his truck, pulled it out of the, out of the avocado field. Yeah, 
Yeah. I don't want to find that. No. 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 <laughs> you um, imagine? You imagine? I'm not scared of the snakes, right? But a python—that's you're contending with something entirely different. And we're close enough to the Everglades that that's possible. Uh, absolutely. I mean, they've and, been and, killed right out, yeah, right close. out here. Yep. But um, but anyway, so she would go out. And I mean, you you were at our yard before they sold their house. Their the yard was never overgrown. It didn't have, it didn't have anything where you would be like, oh yeah, that that's a snake nest right there. No, but snakes were there all the time. My my mom well, used hedge, to say it was that, because of the hedge. The hedge, yeah. Because of the berries, and they mm-hmm. liked that, right? So, she would go out there, and then you'd hear the sling of the machete, right? And of course. Everyone, everyone hears that. Everyone knows. Yep. Everybody Run runs out there, right? Everybody runs. Like It's like a magnet just drawing all of these. Did you ever do magnet shavings and use a magnet to like pick it up? Did you ever do that? Or metal shavings? On an Etch-a-Sketch. On, oh. <laughs> <laughs> when my dad ooh, ooh, would wait, be. Wait, wait, wait. Or the little card with the face. Do you remember this thing? It was like a little. You can get oh, it the, the man. Yeah, the little man. Yeah, that you can draw hair. I think and a you mustache. can still get that you same exact thing at, at the dollar store. Well, I know for sure that it is at Cracker Barrel. Is it at Cracker Barrel? I've seen it there. Yeah, I used to love that stupid thing. Okay, well, when my dad was doing work outside, he would cut some metal or something, and I discovered that if you took a magnet out there, you could pick up all these tiny little pieces. So I'd collect these like metal shavings. To do that, okay? I played with the real stuff. So, (laughs) you hear that, right? And it's like us just running towards my mom, like this magnet, right? And it's like, what happened? What happened? And she would triumphantly hold up this snake that she has killed. And then she would get like this gleam in her eye and this like smile that you knew. You know that that whole video that goes around that it's like, run. And then the song kicks in? Mm-hmm. That's what would happen. She'd chase you with it? She would twirl it around over her head, like for it to get speed, like a boomerang. <laughs> and then she would, it was like, you know how moms throw the, the sandal? Mm-hmm. My mom never threw <gasps> a sandal. I have she another story. Was, okay, good, good. She was marksman. Throwing that snake. Okay. And for some reason, when I was a kid, I had to wear leg braces. So I had these like metal. Like like Forrest Gump. Did Forrest Gump have to wear that? Yeah. That's remember. That's how he he started running and they broke off. I don't know. I I don't want to say yes, but perhaps. Maybe if I find a picture of it, I can see. But I did have to. They they started up at my waist, and then they connected to special shoes that I had to wear. So I always say that I always ran slower than everybody else because I was being held back by those things, okay? But before Matrix invented the bending in half and being able to move like that, I invented that move. Okay, yeah, except that mine would only run on the outside. He has them running on the inside as well. Right. Well, this is, remember, this was set back in like <clears throat> the 60s. Okay, yeah, but it was kind of like that. Yeah, I had to wear that. Right? Run, Forrest, run. My sister, Melissa, she was the fastest of us all. She was 
like a cheetah. You would never be able to catch her. And for some reason, I was the one who always... So if, if you had had video of this, my mom flings the snake, and here it comes, like marksman, it's coming right at me. And here I go, like matrix, like bending myself backwards, right? And it's just like, I remember, like, flying over <laughs> or like missing me. I, I could bend my back the wrong way like a C. Do you understand that? Do you understand? So I, it would miss I wish me. we had video of what you were doing right now. <laughs> she's on, like, she forgets that she's speaking into a mic and she's like bending back and like arms flailing. It's, it's the matrix happening it here is, in our it living It is. Room. And that's what it was. And she would laugh. Right, and then every time she killed the snake, all of us would run over there, and I was like, <gasps> everyone would understand. Run! Oh my god! And no matter how much you screamed, please, please! Oh my god! She was just faster, and she'd throw it, and she missed. She'd pick it up and throw it again. But that was funny memory, and and we liked it, even mm. though it was scary. I don't know what was scary about it. Instead. I don't know if it was just like a yuck thing. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, yuck thing. So, what's your story? Oh boy, my sisters are gonna kill me. Yeah, I was, listen. I, mean, I listen. I hope they don't listen to this episode. <laughs> listen, I was smart. See, I I knew. I feel like, like I feel like because we're the oldest. Because that's another thing we haven't defined that right. We're the oldest oh, in, our yeah, families. In, our, in our both of our sides. And I agree. I feel like. I would sometimes look at my siblings and be like, you idiot. I, listen, you I, have to be smarter than that. You dunce. No, hold on. Peter has like, um, he's having like a choking moment right now. Yeah, I'm okay now. Okay, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for calling me out. I'm going to call you out He's now. like over here saying, keep I'm talking, like, keep, keep talking. talking. Give I'm me like, a minute. <laughs> I only could think about you choking. <laughs> Whatever. Okay, so so then. Okay, so I was smart. Like, I figured out my parents pretty young. Like, when, where we first lived, when we lived next it's to my... It's called survival of the fittest. Yeah, when, when we lived <laughs> next to my, my grandma's house, we only had one bathroom in the house, okay? And it was in my parents' room. And if you're a kid and you get up... In the middle of the night, you need to go to the bathroom. It's the stupidest design in the world. Horrible. Okay? You you get up in the middle of the night, and you have to go to the bathroom, right? So I remember standing at my parents' door debating, do I knock? Because like, I go to the bathroom. What do I do? And I do my little dance and all this whatever. But then I remember when my sisters knocked, and my dad's like, it's still in the morning. Go to bed. Like... I'm like, I don't want to get screamed at. I'd have to figure it out. So I'd climb on the counter in the kitchen and pee in the sink. Oh, my God. Well, I had to I had to do what I got to do. That's smart, though. I hope you there know? weren't any dishes. Listen, I, I'm, I don't You're know. You're smart enough. <laughs> <laughs> Thank God I didn't need to do something else. Well, but anyways. A bag. <laughs> <laughs> um. But like they like things like that like I just I, I don't know like I always made sure my room was super clean. I actually I got I remember getting yelled at one time because it was late at night and I'm sweeping my room. That's how meticulous I was. But 
I never had anything said. You would said. have liked my mom's militant household. Well, I wouldn't need your mom <laughs> to do her militant thing. It was already done. <laughs> Anyways, so we were still living in the house up um, next to my grandma. And we had the kitchen with, like, the cutout counter. Um, like, that you look into the kitchen. Yeah, so it was, yeah. like, closed off. And there was uh, some stools or whatever that were there. But I remember my mom's in the kitchen and she's washing dishes and my sisters are sitting in front of the TV and they're just arguing, like just arguing. And my mom was like, like enough, like any parent would like, goodness, stop, stop fighting. Like give me five minutes of peace. And My mom took her sandal and she flung it from the kitchen like I think she was still washing dishes when she threw that thing. So she was in the middle of washing dishes, <laughs> reaches down, grabs her sandal, flings it through the opening over the couch and hits one of my sisters with it. Then tells the other sister to pick up the sandal and bring it back to her. So she picks up the sandal, has to do the like the walk of shame. Okay, my other sister's now crying. In the living room on the floor after being smacked in the back of the head with a, <laughs> with a sandal. And my other sister's walking to the kitchen, sandal in hand, and hands it to my mom. And what does my mom do? Grabs the sandal, reaches over, and whoosh, one good one on the side of the leg. My mom liked to, that it wouldn't be the butt, it was the thigh, <laughs> like the side. And <laughs> I remember... I remember being like, well, damn, my mom's a superhero. Look at that. <laughs> like, it was, like, that thing flew. Well, there's, there's stories I've heard about that. Like, oh, it's crazy. Like, the, the stories that you hear about La Chancleta are real. Wow. Like, it happened in real life. Like, they, like, dead on accuracy. It was incredible. But my sisters were always on the end of that. Yeah. So, <laughs> goodness, I just remembered another story, but it's my sisters again. But where are you? Can you come oh, up with it? Because you're no. telling on them. I know. This but is not good. This I'm in is... the background. I'm just, I'm, I'm. Uh, you're only observing? I'm observing, making sure that I'm good. Like, I don't know. I just didn't like getting in trouble. Okay, but do you have any, any stories that like was just like. Something funny that your mom did with you, or was your mom always like very put together and serious? Was she like not like getting to the kill a snake and chase her around the yard with it? No, my mom was not a kill a snake and chase her. <laughs> no way. My mom was like, "There's a snake in the yard. Close the doors." There are scorpions where you live. Yeah, goodness. I have to tell you the story because it's going to bug me if I don't tell it. Okay. Tell it. S- sorry, Jenny. That's my little sister. Anyways. So they're in the car. You don't, just so you know, you don't look sorry. Oh, I'm not sorry. Okay. So <laughs> let's skip the apologies then. So my my little sister was playing with a quarter and she had it in her mouth like, she was little. Oh, damn. Yeah, I'm going there. Because I already know where the story's going. Yeah. <laughs> so, 
So it was it was right around this this time because um well the end of the story happened at my other sister's birthday, which is in April, at the end of April. So anyways <laughs> so she accidentally swallows the quarter and my mom freaked out as any parent would. You just swallowed a quarter. And I remember they got to the house and they were running, like just they were going to take her to the hospital. And my mom packs every, every packs her up, whatever, whatever they need to do. And they take her to the hospital. And my poor mother, goodness, the things that she had to do because of my sister playing with this quarter. It was a birthday party that was happening like getting and I remember I told you guys about birthdays for us they were a pretty big deal we had decorations and always always like these bigger tight parties but this one was happening at our house we were just using our like our terrace space on the back and it was all set up and everybody's there um I'm sure we probably had a a a pig being done in the cajachina like we were, it was a full-on, like, everybody's there, Cuban party. And my little sister, per the instructions of the doctor, they said, okay, we'll give her, you know, a week. Let it pass through a the system. A week, wow. Right? And if... Ah, <laughs> what <sorry>. happened to you? <laughs> Did you see that? No. Oh, God. Okay. <laughs> I, there was a bug that landed on my head. Oh. <laughs> um, let the natural process of the body pass it, right? And the way it comes out, y'all know how it comes out. My mom had to check it. So my poor little sister had to sit on the toilet and poop into a bag. This is a terrible story that you're telling. Why? This is just, I mean, if I were well, your no, sister. I know, hold on. I the, would be very mad. <laughs> but it's funny how it ends. So we're at the party and she needs to go to the bathroom. And my mom runs and they go do their thing. And my mom triumphantly comes out and announces to the whole party who already knows what has happened in the last week, <laughs> triumphantly holding this quarter in her hand, okay? Well, in her gloved hand, because I remember she had those palm olive yellow gloves. <laughs> and she's holding this quarter in her hand, saying, It's out! Woohoo! And it was just this like, Try it was the party was I I don't know the party was that much better after that I think it was just a well, well, double her, celebration yeah but also like if she's stressed out you know like that's another thing it's like when mom is stressed out like I don't know about you but we could always feel that oh yeah you know and it was one of those things even to where, this well even even to this day I listen I haven't lived at home for twenty one years and I I can talk to my mom and in 30 seconds of talking to my mom, I can tell when she's stressed. And it's like you you feel it different. You feel it different than if dad is stressed. You know, yeah, I don't it's know if dad different. I don't know if it's because dads like are stressed often, but a mother's emotions I think affect 
kids different. I think I don't mm-hmm. know. Maybe that's just me. But well, there's a different. It's a different bond. Like I remember, like with my mom, like I I was a picky eater. Like I was super super. Oh please do tell super. the story because because I'm I'm very interested in listening to this. Super. I'm judging you right now, just in case it, that didn't come across. Super. Picky. Super. What kind of picky eater were you? Super. Like what kind? The kind that doesn't like bone in their chicken? Super mm. picky. Did I say I'm super picky? Okay. I'm judging you. I'm going to say why I'm judging I, you. Listen, you can judge me all you want. But I'm going to say why, and you're never allowed to say anything about it We're, again. We are talking about my mom. We're not We're, talking about me. Well, I'm talking about me as a mom. Okay, whatever. Okay. So being a super picky eater, okay, like my mom would take the time to make sure. Did you appreciate that? Of course I appreciated it. Okay. Stop interrupting. Okay, no, just, just I'm following along. Like, she would take the time to make sure that whatever was on our plate was exactly... How you wanted it. How we wanted it, so that we would eat. hmm hmm Continue. You're stepping all over my story. I'm so sorry. I'm talking about my mom. Go ahead. And how she cared and loved for us. Yes. Talk to me about oh your Oh, my goodness eating. gracious, woman. I don't know what I'm going to do with you. <laughs> Okay, I'm just going to interject. That way you can finish your story. Okay, go ahead. Because you are the worst when it comes to me doing that for our children. When I debone chicken because our daughter doesn't want chicken bone with her chicken. Okay? Or when I would serve our son cereal because he was studying. You were on me like, why are you babying them? Why are you deboning chicken? If let, she doesn't like it, she can take it out herself. And let that, anyway, me be. <laughs> I digress. Continue. Anyways, so like she would like those are the kind of things that she would that she would do like just to make sure that we were you know, we were good. But then it was like there was I'm not saying it in a bad way cuz it's going to sound bad, but like and I'm sure your mom was the same way. Like there was a the the Dr. Jekyll, Mr. Hyde. No? Well, continue. I don't know oh. if I can agree with you yet. Like like you you'd have like both like there were both sides. And one moment, you know, you could have, you know, Mr. Hyde and then it was Dr. Jekyll. <laughs> but I learned how not to entice Dr. Jekyll. <laughs> I never learned that one. Oh, no. I, I, I did. That because, again, I'm telling you, I had militant mom, and then I had chase you around the yard with a snake mom. Mm-hmm. Okay? So it just depends. I mean, and, like, you have to think about this. Hormones, heat, eight children, the noise alone. I remember thinking in my head when I was 13, 14 years old, Okay. I never am going to have this many children. Although I have nothing but fa- fabulous stories to tell about being part of a of a big household, right? I could not stand the noise. And I was in that house. The older I got, the noise got to me. 
It was like there was, there was never silence. And so how she put up with that, it's like there's, for example, so, so there's like things that happened when I was a kid that I didn't understand until I became an adult, right? So my dad, on Sunday sometimes with the church or whatever, they would say, hey, we're going to go to the beach or we're going to go to the park, whatever it is, right? And we would go out and, you know, you pack a lunch, you're doing all this stuff. For us, it was very exciting because, remember, we didn't grow up going to Disney or going to, to vacations or mm -hmm. stuff like that, right? So going out to the park was a big deal. Going out to the beach was a big deal. You know, those were really, well, really you're, big you deals. Well, were, you were moving a baseball team. I, I guess, <laughs> right? You know, so um, most of the time, I remember, my mom would not go with us. Well, that was her time to breathe. As a kid, I did not understand that. Yeah. As a kid, and my dad, you know, I, 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 and, I, and I've told him this as an adult, but he did not do a good job of helping us help her rest. Because I feel like, selfishly, he wanted her with him, you know? So he would tell us, go, go tell her to go. Go tell her that we're all very sad that she's, that she's not coming. So now you've got all of these kids begging, pleading, mom, please, please. And she'd be like, no, no, go, go have fun. You're going to have so much fun. And when you get back, I'm going to have a delicious dinner or she was going to make a dessert for us or something. We didn't care about and the it, dinner. Yeah, we didn't and care she was, about the dessert. And it wasn't like she was just going to sit home and go to sleep. No. It was just her time to just be quiet yes. and do I did not understand that. Yeah. And it was one of those things that I feel like I always, like, I wanted her there and she wasn't there, but I couldn't understand the burden, especially, mind you, being a stay-at-home mom, being a homeschooling mom, she never had a moment to herself. Mm -hmm. And yet, most of my memories... She is involved in something. She's involved in a game that we're playing. We had, we would have talent show time, all right? And I was the director. I was either making a movie or planning a, a musical. And <laughs> she had a part to play in it. You know? And see, that, when, when that we was would some... set up, I'm sorry, when right. we would set up like, you know, what we're going to talk about later, when we would set up games or stuff like that, she would come and participate to some degree in it because we were like, mom, please. So there was always something that she was involved in. And I'm just thinking like, when did she have time for herself? She didn't drive. She never left. I don't mm. know how she didn't go crazy. See, you, you had it. For you, it was a little bit different than me. You had your mom at home the entire time. Um, and you guys were homeschooled. For me, my mom was home, and then she wasn't, and then she was, and then she wasn't. Because she went to work. She had, a, like, a, a stint of work in between. I want to say I was, like, I want to say I was, like, eight or nine years old. I think it was right when Jenny went to kindergarten that she went back to school. So Jenny's five years younger than I, so must have been like that nine years old, 10 years old. Um, and then when we moved to the Keys, because the Keys were so expensive, um, she had to go back to work. But at that time, like, 
Jeanette was in middle school. No. Jeanette was just finishing elementary. I was in middle school, and Jenny was in elementary. But, um, like, I remember her, um, like, still making sure that there was, the house was in order, that, like, it, she never stopped. I'm sure your mom never did either. Well, and that's, and that's the thing is, like, you know, even thinking about that for your mom, like, she sacrificed things in order to give you something better. And you I know? can, I, let me tell you, I, like, my dad, my dad helped a lot with, like, cooking and, like, that kind of stuff, or, like, prepping and getting it ready before my mom got home. Um, I remember that um, when we lived in Miami, um, when my mom was working, she was working at a law firm, and I remember that my dad would help with meals because she would come home later because the law firm worked later, and, um, but even... Even with that, there were times where my mom would come home and things were prepped to cook, but she always got into the kitchen, always made food, always. And it was, you know, it wasn't like, like, you know, a can of ragu and spaghetti. No, it was like, it was food. And like, I, that's, that, that's something that I always can put hand in hand with my mom like when I think of my mom, the first thing I think of is the amazing food that she makes. Like for me, it's the rabo encendido, the yuca, the congri, the garbanzos. Like oh my goodness! Sorry. That's how that's how she spoke love to you guys. Mm -hmm. It was through food, or that's how you perceived it anyway. Yeah. Even even from like when she would make sure that we were eating, mm -hmm. when all those little things, mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. to, to like even now, like when when we like when we go to visit my mom, it's like, her first question is, "What do you guys want to eat?" Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You know, and when we go to leave, like we've got Tupperware of stuff. You know, and it's so funny because it's one of those things where I think that moms have different ways of showing love and care that way. But you know that that just—I mean, we we did never get around to talking about me and being a mom. <laughs> but I feel like anyway, it, I wanted to talk more about our mothers, but. You know, having, like, I also had the opportunity to stay home with our kids through a chunk of their life, you know, and it was... Well, the kids, until the kids went to high school. Right, you know, so for me, it was and priceless. That, and that was a choice that they, that we allowed our kids to make. To go, you're right, right, to go to high school if they wanted to, right? But I'm saying... um, the staying home, that was a choice we made, knowing that it was going to mean we were going to do without mm -hmm. and that we were not going to get to our financial goals as quickly as we had wanted to or buy a house as quickly as we wanted to. Like, even look, we, we just bought a house five years ago. You know, this is just when our kids finally went to school, when I went and got a job, those things, you know. So, but to me, you're, I feel like... You're going like, to school now. <laughs> right, right. Like, well, it's, yeah. that's yet another thing to talk about for another day. But I feel like there's 
people who had, and I think I discussed this in our, on a previous episode, like I didn't ever have dreams about, um, specific things. Like I, I didn't dream about like traveling the world or being a doctor. I dreamt about being a mother. That was my dream was that I wanted to be a mother and, you know, and, and I'm so incredibly blessed and, and fortunate and thankful to have been given that opportunity to be a mom because I know that that is a lot of women's dreams that are not, they haven't come to fruition yet, you know, but to me, I feel like there's, I've heard, I've heard so many parents throughout the years talk about, you know, I've had many people ask me throughout the years, how can you be home with them 24 seven? I could never, you know, I can't, I wasn't made for that. And And I understand that. I understand that not every woman is made for that, you know, and there's no judgment and there's nothing wrong with, you know, a mom who who chooses to have a career and raise her kids. I feel like, you know, like I tip my hat to you. I don't know how you have a career and raise your kids at the same time. But to the women who can do that, that's amazing, you know, but not to discount the countless of moms who are home with their kids, you know, there's something that's just, I, I could never trade that. I feel like I, not, not only because I got to watch our kids first milestones and be able to watch them grow up, but I was part of that with them, you know, and my personality being more of you know, let's build a fort and let's go out and explore and let's play in the rain and all that stuff. To me, it was just, this is what, this is what my childhood was like. And I wanted them to live that, you did, know, did your mom let you do that? No. So that is interesting, right? Because so it was my dad who let me do that. That was my mom who would let us do that. Interesting. You know, so I remember, I remember so many times where we were just outside and she she'd make it she'd make it seem like she was getting on the angry side to get us to come in i mean, i need to ask her to see <laughs> because it was never with urgency like okay. she would always let us stay just long enough for us to enjoy it out there and then okay now let's go you know cuz you're going to catch her cuz you're going yeah, yeah whatever it is Right. But, but yeah, so he would, he would, he would let us do that. You know, he let us play in the mud. Right. But my mom did other things like, you know, she had this thing where she introduced me to all the movies that are classics that you talk to this, this generation now. And they're like, what are you talking about? Sound of music? What? They don't know what any of this is. And our kids can quote lines from it. You know, I got to share that with them. The love of reading, that was from my mom. You know, Nikki is a phenomenal baker, and she got that from my mom. So there's, like, these different things, just components, I guess, of both of my parents that I was able to share with them and instill with them. And I know that the same way that a lot of my memories involve my parents being, you know, mishaps and funny things and all the stuff that happened they're in that picture I know that that's what the kids 
you know, what that's going to be like. And I remember even being a young mother, because I was a mom at 19, I didn't feel scared or overwhelmed or I have no idea what I'm doing because I had been my mom's right hand for all of the younger mm-hmm. siblings, you know, so. And that and that I can attest to. <clears throat> taking care of a baby was second nature. Yeah, it was. I Listen, I for me, I was like, oh, crap, things are changing. <laughs> and you were like, it's Tuesday. <laughs> like, you know. So that's something that's something that definitely was was a plus in that. And I feel that our kids are going well, our son is out there and he's like I'm not worried about if he's going to eat or if he's going to have stuff done. Like we took the time to make sure that our kids are self sustaining. Mm-hmm. Very independent. Independent. Able um, to, and to both, take care of stuff for themselves. Both our parents did a very good job of that um, in different ways. Like, you knew how to keep a house. I knew how to um, not let the house burn down. Like, there was two different, like, we were like half pieces of this puzzle that kind of came together. And it was the lessons that we learned at, at home. And some of those lessons come from your mom. Some of them come from your dad. Some of them are, you know, put together, um, you know, bits and pieces that you kind of have over the years. But um, to say that we are grateful for what our parents did for us and what our mom yeah, did for us is... Yeah, specifically mom. Is, specifically mom. Because, I again, like, I'm... And when it's dad's turn for dad's episode, we'll say thank you to dad, but particularly in this episode mm-hmm. i i do want to acknowledge that there's so there are so many things i didn't understand until i became a mom as much as i was ready to be a mom i didn't understand and afterwards being able just to to see my mom in a different light to be grateful for things that it's like i i'm struggling with two Mm-hmm. as toddlers and you had eight a couple of them maybe three of them still in diapers you know, at the same time you know um and she did it she made it look easy she made it look like she was a super woman you know and just thankful for for if there's if there's one thing that you could say you got from your mom as a trait I, I okay. I'll go first. That way you can. Maybe I'm not saying it the right way. Like <laughs> the first thing that popped into my head was bad. Was what? It was not good. <laughs> Goodness, horrible. Um, for me, it's um, how to be nurturing. Oh. <laughs> That's twice already that you just step over me. <laughs> Because your answer is so sweet and mine was so bad. I'm going to share my you answer, but okay. oh my God, I feel so guilty now. <laughs> okay, continue. Anyways, so that, like, that, like, that trait, I think, was a learned, a learned trait for me. And that 
came from her. Go ahead. Because you're, you're very intimidating when people see you. And so you're saying that she gave you a softer edge. Well, no. So I have a, I have a, I have a hard shell. Yes. But I'm, I'm ooey gooey on the inside. Yeah. Yeah, you are. You are. And not many people get to see that side. No. No, it's special. You reveal it only to special people. Well, I reveal it to people who actually spend five minutes with me. I and don't get to know. I think we need a little more than five minutes. But um, what I thought about was scheming. That, that's the first thing that I thought about. We, the way we scheme, the way that we get out of messes. If I can attribute one thing to my mother... But that's not bad. That is bad. Are scheming you is a bad thing. Listen. Scheming is a bad thing. Whoever is I listening. I can get out wait, of it. Hold on. Okay. <laughs> Whoever is listening out there, Denise has gotten us. Well, kept, kept me. I'm sorry. Oh, my God. Yeah, you call me that when you're mad at me or something. <sighs> I don't recognize Well, you it. listen. Hold on. Twice already today? <laughs> While I'm trying to share, I'm sorry. You're like over there laughing, okay? So I'm sorry. You're yeah. Denise is what you get today. Wait, the chuckle and hide. You got that from your mom too. Dun dun dun. Because <laughs> I've learned how not to well, push you that jackal. You got jackal right now, okay? <laughs> um, I don't even know what I was saying anymore. You can attest to the fact that I have gotten us out. Oh of- yes. Okay. Listen. This trait is gold. If I could bottle it and sell it, I don't think we, we would should be sharing this. I don't care. Listen, <laughs> we I could be we could be millionaires. We can be like Jeff Bezos would be calling us asking for a loan. Okay, if we could bottle this up and sell it. Okay? Because let me tell you Sticky situations we are familiar with, and it how is to, an art. it is an it it is yes okay. And Ketmia has done something magical in a few of those situations where she has informed me that we are good now, and I'm like, I thought I was going to jail for the rest of my life. <laughs> <laughs> it just, it felt wrong. My mom and I have made a pact, actually. A pact. About what? That if they give us one phone call, we're calling the other. We have prepared for this this scenario where just we the go fact, to jail. Just the fact that you are prepared <laughs> is scary. Anyway, I know she's laughing if she's hearing this, but she and I have had so much fun together getting out of situations just yeah it's just funny but one last thing I'm going to share about my mom before we close is something that has stuck I mean she's taught me so many lessons throughout life but there's one thing that I remember I was a kid all right I'm gonna say maybe eight nine years old when this happened all right um our free time if you weren't reading you were drawing because there was no tv and there was really no toys that I remember that you had to play with so that's what you were doing. We're playing outside. But I was drawing this picture and I messed it up. 
I messed it up. I did something that I, I wasn't meant to do. And I took it to my mom and I was so upset. And I told her, I messed it up. Look, it's garbage now. And she took my crowns and she said, it's, it's not messed up. Look. And she took the mess up that I had made and she started drawing on top of it and making it part of the picture. And what she created has stuck with me my entire life that there is nothing that can be so messed up that there isn't a solution for. And I think that that's where the sticky situation You just, you just took scheming and made it sound pretty. That's incredible. Because so you, you just <laughs> schemed us into thinking it's... Unbelievable. Thank you, Mom, for, Listen, for that lesson. As a disclaimer, if we're not back next week and I'm gone... Stop it. That's for the true crime episode. <laughs> look, look into the schemer. <laughs> but I'm just even thinking like there's so many times throughout life that I've been able to recall that and know there has to be a solution. No yeah. matter how bad it is, there has to be something that can be done. You know, and sometimes the solution's a little bit longer in coming because there are situations in life where it's like, yeah, I mean, it's bad right now, but but it isn't the end. I have not yet come to a situation where it's like, okay, well, no, this is the end, you know. But anyway, something very powerful that I'm sure didn't mean anything to her. She was probably trying to make me happy. Yeah. And it was so impactful that that stuck with me. And and here now. and here is truth to end, to end our 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 time together. You never ever, ever, stop learning from your mom. That is the truth. Because. No cap. Like the kids say. Yeah. Did I say that right? Oh, God. (laughs) (laughs) Stop trying because let me tell you something. Oh, hi, Mark. Oh, hi. (laughs) (laughs) I think we need to wrap up already. We need to wrap up. I'm losing it over here. (laughs) You need to call your mom and learn your manners. Okay. (laughs) No. Hey, guys. Just. Uh, to wrap to wrap this up for today, uh, there there's so many stories to share. I don't think we could have even started to really fit it into this little time together. So I'm sure you'll hear many more of these stories um, in that time. But that's just a little bit of of our moms and kind of what they have done to shape us to who we are. And we're so grateful for them. Um, I'm grateful for my mom. Um, definitely, even now at this age, I still know that I can call her up and I'm a little boy to her again. So I appreciate that. Love you, mom. And I guess this is the end. Yeah. That's okay. The end. Bye, guys. We'll see you guys next week with a... That's it. No? No. Goodbye. Thanks for listening. Cliffhangers.